everybody. Welcome to Green Room Talks podcast, where we inform and inspire performers. My name is Lauren Kay, and for almost 10 years now, I've been performing professionally from singing and acting to hosting and television. And in this podcast, we want to encourage conversation among fellow entertainers. In this episode, I sat down with Dean Griffin. I met Dean a few years ago when we worked together in Orlando, Florida. It's one of those things where you meet someone and you do a show together, and after a while, new opportunities come and you split ways. But just like this small entertainment world is, you'll come back around to each other. That's what happened to me and Dean. Now we're back working together, doing shows and bonding like never before. It's funny because I never really got to have in-depth conversations with him years ago. I just saw him during the show and we would do our job and leave. But now we've been able to get more in touch with things. Now we've been able to have more in-depth conversations and he's one of the most intellectual people I've met. Dean is a proud member of the Actors' Equity Association. He was also a gospeler in the off-Broadway revival of Finland's Rainbow, and he has extensive experience performing on cruise ships, booking gigs through talent agencies, and also, of course, performing in the happiest place on earth, Walt Disney World. We started off by talking about Justin Bieber and him canceling the rest of his tour. There was a certain celebrity that stuck up for him, and it's a great example as to how we, as performers, can all and should all stick up for each other. We also talked about preparation in performers. Sometimes you have to do the same show multiple times a day, multiple times a week, and what that means for you and how you should get through it. He had some great things to say. I don't know if it was me or the Krispy Kreme donuts that I got him, but we had a long, great talk, and I'm happy I was able to have him on. For questions and topic suggestions, you can email us at greenroomtalks at gmail.com. And please follow us at Green Room Talks on Instagram and on Twitter at GRT Podcast. I hope everyone enjoys the conversation. Everybody, it's Lauren K, and I'm here with my friend Dean. <laughs> Good morning, Dean. You've been my friend for well. It's kind of been it's kind of been off and on. Yeah, uh, we met working for we went working for a mouse, I should say. I guess, yeah. We went from working together to not working together, and then we're back again working together. That's the entertainment world. That's the entertainment business, and you never know who you're going to see again. Yeah, and I'm, I'm happy I got to see you again. Dean Dagnabbit, I'm happy I got to see you too. Oh, and welcome. That. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to get to some news right now. News. So Justin Bieber recently canceled the rest of his tour. So, so sad. So yeah. sad about that. A lot of people are really sad, but... John Mayer spoke up about it and had some nice things to say. And it was regarding uh, how you as a person need to know when it's time to stop 
running the marathon as a performer, as an entertainer, when you have to say, hey, self, I think it's time to chillax just a little bit. So what do you think about that? What do you think about what John Mayer was saying and sticking up for Justin? I think any performer needs to uh, think about the longevity of their career and realize that a job is a job, but what you love and what your career is, is a lifetime. And it's sacrificing the, do I want to push myself and exhaust myself Mm -hmm. to that point now? Yeah. Or do I want to be able to run this race long term? And I think John Mayer has a good understanding of that. And I think uh, Justin Bieber is coming to terms with the the sort of uh, mortality of a performer's career. Exactly. And it's hard, though, I think, because when you get to a certain level of uh, fame, I should say, people stop viewing you as a human being at times, Mm -hmm. at times. Um, And I think that that's what happened with most of his uh, fan base, I think, were they were pretty upset. Like, no, you know, of course, like you expect to see somebody or something and then it doesn't it doesn't come out. But it's different when you're in a situation, let's say in a daily operated performance situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say you get sick, <clears throat> call into work and maybe the show is modified or maybe the show goes down. But that's completely different from that other kind of scale, I should say, you know? Yeah, it's it's still one of the things where, you know, I feel like with uh, performers on any level mm-hmm. needing to realize that, you know, you got to look out for the long term. And yeah. like a performer on a daily operations mm-hmm. stance, getting sick, they have to not try to come to work sick. Yeah. And, and kill themselves so. and everybody else around please don't do it if you're sick don't come in but at the same time please take care of yourself right but yes um now he made a point and kind of a parallel with a a marathon runner mm-hmm. you know a lot of times like there's this whole push through mentality mm-hmm. and it's like oh i'm almost there just push just push but he made the point of saying like no it's he said there was, there's nothing worse than seeing a miserable performer and a sad performer and entertainer. Right. Yeah. Because one of the things we love about performers, one of the things we love about going to see shows is seeing the light in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the excitement. When you're watching someone who's dead behind the eyes, there's nothing to watch. Exactly. You're not intrigued. Exactly. But to, yeah, but to see someone who, who, who cares and who loves what they do that's that's a performance exactly and it kind of just even for yourself like all of the art that's created from within or even if you're just like i'm just strutting across the stage it's like you can tell where the inspiration is from and you know that i think should be the time for that just completely pouring out but when you're in a place of you know a personal you're going through something personal mm-hmm. you you can only hide for so long you know yeah so i think it'll come out but i thought that was great and i and i'm i was really happy to see uh someone sticking up for someone else and them being in completely kind of different roads in my opinion yeah but um it was nice I, like it's always great to see encouragement and it's always great to see 
people sticking up for people. Yeah, and one of the things I, uh, John Mayer mentioned in this uh, interview was mm -hmm. that, you know, he personally had not gotten to that level of exhaustion. Yeah. But he understands it. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing mm -hmm. to be able to empathize and to understand. And yeah. then, yeah, and to reach out and say, I got your back. Yeah, exactly. And it's like a little bit of uh, vulnerability at that point. I think um, just to be able to say, hey, this does happen, it has happened, it can happen, and this is the reality of the situation. And I think like there, there is a point where, again, as a human being, you have to remember that yes, you are like in love with this artist or this entertainer or this celebrity of yours, mm -hmm. but we all operate the same way. Right. We all have a brain, we all have a heart, we all have lungs and veins that run through with, you know, within us. And at the end of the day, if a human things happen, if human things happen to a human, if a human things happen, that's if right. human things <laughs> happen to a human, um, that's just what it is. That's right. Yeah. Now, Dean, um, I was listening to a speech recently mm -hmm. by a man named Zig Ziglar. Do you know who he is? I do not. Okay. So for Dean, every and everyone else listening, Zig Ziglar, uh, he's an American author, salesman, and motivational speaker. And he he's one of the most brilliant people I've ever listened to um, in terms of his perspective in motivating people and how he views just motivation in general. So uh, he has been doing motivational speaking for a long time. But one of the things that impressed me that he said was um, he was talking about preparation. And he stated that it would be arrogant of him to stand before his audience and not prepare for his speeches and talks simply because He'd done it so many times. Like mm -hmm. he was saying, you know, I just gave a speech yesterday. He's like, but I still prepared for you all today. He's like, it was the same speech. I still prepared. And he's like, I believe it would be arrogant of me not to do that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, first of all, yes, that's brilliant and true. It's like, just because you've done something doesn't mean you shouldn't prepare. But then this is what I was thinking about. I was thinking about the same thing, if it could be applied to performers of all kinds. This is why we're friends. This is because, why we're friends, Dean. <laughs> because when you read it, that's exactly what I was thinking. Dean, yes. Yes. That's exact. I know, I know. I was like, mm, I know I want to talk about this with Dean. Um, yeah, I think it can be. I think we're on the same page about this. For performers who perform the same show many times per week and per day, mm -hmm. and per day. So does that apply? My thing is, I think that subs and swings and understudies are always like always on. on. They're always on because they're like, it could happen any moment. I mm -hmm. wanna make sure that I'm ready. But then for the people who are leads and full time, it's like, oh, I've done this. Yeah, I've fallen and I've fallen into this habit. You know, I know what motions I have to go through, and 
No, because one of the things that that makes a performance what it is, especially when it's done multiple times, mm -hmm. is the audience. Yes. And this is their first time seeing it, most of them, in any scenario. Mm -hmm. And it's your job to prepare mm -hmm. each time as if this were your first time doing it. Yes. As if it's like, as if it's your, your you know, first performance, let's say even for, uh, you know, the head of entertainment of someone, like, you know, the, the big wigs, as we say. And it's like, there should be that, but I, it's sometimes like, even for me guilty, I get to a point where, yeah, I'm like, oh, I've done it. And I kind of underestimate the possibility of like, let me rediscover something else. Like, yes, I've done this so many times, but there's always room for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's one thing um, that I've taken to my approach, it, and it's it's a work in progress is mm -hmm. all all things are mm -hmm. but it's being in the moment when it's happening yeah and when you're in that moment mm -hmm. then you can't give the same show you gave exactly. 30 minutes ago you can't give the same show you gave last night no you know it's you you take everything you take the energy because your energy is not going to be the same mm -hmm. and neither is the person you're working with yeah so you take what their energy is and you work with that mm -hmm. and you create a new show based on that, but you prepare from where you are exactly. every time. It's preparation. And, and I think it's, it's also a constant, uh, kind of like what you said, being in the moment. It's like, we have to prepare and we have to rehearse and we have to practice on our own in order for us to get to the point where we can be in the moment. Mm -hmm. Because if we're thinking about too many things, there's there's so many factors that go into live performing. I mean, not just live performing, but obviously like, you know, film and any anything you're putting yourself out there to do. There's so many other factors that you can't control that are happening that if you don't at least have yourself set for what you know you are going to do mm -hmm. you can only control yourself so you just have to know exactly where you are because even the other person as many times as you two have gone through something you really don't know what they're going to do right. you don't know what's going to happen you just have to know like for myself like okay i know where i am in this and right. this is what i'm i'm going to put myself in this mindset so that way like you said, I can be in the moment. One of my favorite things is um, is watching performers mm -hmm. I admire mm -hmm. uh, doing just that. Yeah. Doing, they've rehearsed something, mm -hmm. they've practiced something, but then to be able to get into a show and and feel it so deeply. Mm -hmm every performance as if it were the first performance yes. you know but to also then be able to give something different mm -hmm. each show yeah that that's one thing I love to watch yes and it's one thing that inspires me and when I get to sit down and learn from these people yes. that is it's a, it's it's amazing it really is and it's it's really refreshing I was talking with someone very special about uh what it means to witness emotion and like we were talking about vulnerability before but there's something so honest and raw 
about mm-hmm. seeing like true joy in someone or seeing like you congested that's joyful but there's something <laughs> so joyful about seeing like some true happiness and joy come out and then in a way even it could be refreshing to see someone cry mm-hmm. because how many times a week we don't stop and let our feelings out enough i feel like we're just always on the go mm-hmm. and we don't as people stop and just acknowledge ourselves i think enough i think that is that is one thing they talk about in uh audition master classes Mm -hmm. about um being able to feel that moment and to let yourself into that moment of Mm -hmm. pure joy or or get yourself to the point where you're so vulnerable that you're actually crying and it's it's something that they look for on the other side of the table. Yeah. And it's something on our side of the table that I know personally I strive for. Yeah. I know you're the same way. Yeah. It's, you strive to be in that place where yes. you have prepared what you can prepare. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you just let the moment move the way it moves. You just let it out. And that and that is that is success whether Mm -hmm. you get the job whether you get the call back or not Mm -hmm. that is success yeah i believe that i understand and i think like it's it's interesting because i think we give so much of ourselves like that's something that that's why i feel so strongly about like more people discussing things like with each other and just yes like we're doing shows we're we're doing this we're doing that but it's like hey how are you doing how are you are you okay because we're the ones that have to go out and whether we're feeling an emotion or not we have to we have to portray that Mm -hmm. and there's this it's it's like you're treating yourself like a puppet and it's tricky because like, yeah, some people can cut things on or off, but like you yourself and what you're going through and like really acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. But, and, and it being okay to say like, I'm, I'm not happy right now and I have to go on that stage and be happy. And how do you do that? So I think it's a practice. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, it's not, I, I think, um, you know, as as much as people want to, it's it's a beautiful thing to look up to people in, you know, on the stage or on the television or in a magazine, however you see them on a runway. Um, I think that there's something, though, a strength that only people who are in that position mm-hmm. on the stage understand um there has to be an incredible amount of strength to be able to every day go and do something whether you like it or not because for our job we have to put ourselves second most of the time Mm. but kind of going back to justin bieber and what john mayer was saying you have to know when there is there's an appropriate time to say, wait, I need to stop. In order for me to keep going for myself and yes, the fans, but it's even myself and my health and my well-being. 
I need to stop this because what happens is there are other factors that come in with drugs and alcohol and you know people looking for love in places where it's like ah, that's not that's not it that's right. not what love is you know and it's hard though I think like especially it could even be like if you don't have like a strong circle of people around you that say yeah it is okay to not feel good today and I'm sorry you had to go out and be around people and you didn't want to but you did a great job right my um a few years ago I went through a what was a, a pretty devastating breakup for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and uh we broke up right before I had to go to work. Oh. And I was in tears all morning. Yeah. And I got to work in tears and I did the first show through tears. <sighs> and it was it was one of those things where where on stage I had to show pure joy yeah. and happiness because yeah. that was the company. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those happy places. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I remember my mom called me after the first show and she said to me, she could hear it in my voice and she mm -hmm. said, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I said, me and so-and-so broke up. Mm -hmm. And she said, why are you at work? Mm. You know, and that's that's another another one of those things where you have to give what you have to give on stage. Yeah. But then just like Justin Bieber, you have to realize when you need time. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. And that was that was one of those moments for yeah. me. Yeah. Where it's like where I find the line between like you said, it's a practice and it's a learning thing. Mm -hmm. Where you find the line between what you can on a day to day do mm -hmm. and still get out there and and put on the face yeah. and then what you actually need time to protect yourself yes. and to save yourself in your own mental state and well-being yes and yeah i agree and it's gosh it's hard and it's like there's i i think again it's like we kind of have this mentality ingrained in us to not not be little punks about it and be yeah. like, oh, you know, on the flip side, I'm sure you said this to yourself on an, in a, like a inside your mind, you know, dialogue going on like, oh, this happened, but I still have to go to work because mm -hmm. I'm not sick. I'm not exactly. like, uh, uh, sick, Exactly. but something happened to your heart and your soul. And that still is something that as, as a health can, you know, that can be a health condition just that's a feeling too. And that's, I think something, not just in our world, I think in the world in general, that isn't being acknowledged enough. Mm -hmm. Like when you hear, let's say the words mental health, people are always thinking about um, things that are maybe, you know, incurable or something that like some sort of extreme, I say extreme condition of something not just being sad, you know, it's like, oh, I don't feel, I don't feel happy today. And it's like, yes, you have those ups and downs through life, but sometimes there is a time where you need to acknowledge, hey, you've been in this funk for a while, mm -hmm. what's going on? And 
it's funny, Zig Ziglar, who we were just talking about, um, made this statement too. He was saying, you know, motivation, um, he made the comparison between motivation and bathing. He said, you know, motivation is something that, you know, you have to do all the time. This is not the exact quote, but it's like he was saying, motivation is something you have to do all the time and you have to renew it and you have to, I want to get it. I'm going to look it it. up. I'm going to look it it up. Look it up. Because I don't want to mess it up. It's morning somewhere and right now it is morning. So hashtag. I'm morning just watching you struggle through this. (laughs) (laughs) My brain is not on right now. Let's see. Brain not working. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Zig Ziglar. Mm -hmm. Looking it up. Looking, looking it up. up I look Alright let me see here Gotcha 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 What Yeah we're not on Okay I got it So We were talking about Zig Ziglar He was saying that people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. That's real. That's real. That's real. (laughs) It's real. We need a daily, we need daily motivation. And it, I know we can't depend on other people all the time, but something within ourselves, we need that daily. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes you'll feel like mm, down, but that's why it needs to be renewed. It's kind of like, why do you smell so bad? Well, I took a bath three days ago, and it's like, you need to take another bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Actually, please, preferred. That's preferred, <laughs> please. But yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. I, I asked someone the other day, I said, what inspires you? Mm-hmm. What like what gets you going? Because that's important. Yes. It is important for me in the mornings, for instance, when I get up to um, to spend some time with myself. Yeah. And to spend some time with uh, the greater power, which is this universe. Yeah. And whether that be uh, meditation, whether that be prayer, whether that be uh, playing a playlist of music mm-hmm. that like that that feeds my spirit. Yeah. You know, that's what I have to do because mm-hmm. that's what gets me going. That's what yes. gets me through a work day when I have to smile, mm-hmm. when it's hot outside, yeah. when I'm working with people I don't necessarily care for. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. And then just like bathing, sometimes again, another preferred thing, yeah. you have to do it multiple times you a day. Do it. I have to yeah. find the time in myself yeah. to to separate from everything else that's going on and feed that motivation exactly. back into my spirit. Exactly. You have to do that for yourself. Yes. But where did you figure out or I guess how did you figure out that that is what you needed to keep you in that place a lot of people are kind of trying to search for well I I had it easy because Mm -hmm. the way I grew up I grew up kind of by myself Mm -hmm. Um, my parents were military so we moved a lot yeah Uh, so I ended up spending a lot of time by myself as a kid so when I finally stepped into the professional world and I'm working with a lot of people 
you yeah. know, large crowds just didn't agree with me yeah. anyway. Yeah. So I'd find that time by myself. And that was that was where it stemmed. It was like, mm. OK, this is an energy that I don't I'm not used to that. I, I can't get with. Yeah. But myself is an energy I love yeah. because I'm the best person I know. Yeah. I'm the greatest individual. individual. You don't know that song. <laughs> We're doing that game. <laughs> I was there with you. I was like, it's okay. It's uh, a real song, though. You're real from song. a musical. Your real song. Well, you're welcome. Well, uh, yes, but it's that still amazes me, Dean, because you weren't looking to what everyone else was doing. You said, "Hey, this is how I am." Mm-hmm. You're not comparing yourself with everybody else around you. Because for someone else, happiness may be something, well, it is completely different. Yeah. They're different people. But you're content with, like you said, being by yourself, having that time, spending time with yourself. And, and that's what's hard, I think, because everyone's not like that. Some people feed off the energy of other people. Yeah. And they have to find their motivation, their inspiration somewhere else. Yeah. For me, it was simple because this is where it's always come from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, and you get to see that. Um, I'm sure the, the more places you work, the different places you work, yeah. the older you get, yeah. you get to see where people find their inspiration and motivation and where they feed. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And but, it's just like being okay with even yourself being okay with saying like, Hey guys, I know all of you, love to go out and you get fed by that. I -hmm. need some time to myself. Absolutely. And be okay with that. Yeah. And it, it, it comes with its own social ramifications when you're a bunch, when you're around a bunch of type A personalities. Um, And it's especially in entertainment. Mm -hmm. You run around, you run into a bunch of people that are always on. And if you're not the person that's always on, you're going to feel a little out of place for a minute. Yes. But, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay because your health is what's important. Exactly. And you, it's different once you, you don't have to carry what you do on stage with you everywhere. Yes. Some people may be naturally like, ah, I'm high energy all the time. Look at me. I don't know, you know, wherever you are. But it's, it's like, if you want to completely be, uh, a recluse for just a moment and just kind of go in and be like, ah, I'm not gonna, I just need some time to myself and I don't want to, I don't want to smile. I don't want to do anything. I just want some time to kind of rejuvenate my energy. Mm-hmm. That's totally appropriate. And that way you can give more when the time comes for you to give. Exactly. Yeah. It's focused energy exactly. as opposed to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm glad we spoke the same language because I knew exactly what you just said. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone out there is going to know what (laughs) means. It's, (laughs) yes, it's real. You remember Blue's Clues? Did you watch that? We all watched it. I know we were told to be watching that, but I know, like, I was like, oh, what is this? Let me, mm." and you just keep watching and you're like, it's there. You're like participating. You're like, the ball's over there, Blue. I did it. Maybe I talked to her maybe maybe that was you maybe it was maybe that's what got me motivated hey, hey. if it if it gets you motivated it's good it's good stuff it was a good show <laughs> haven't seen it in a while anyway yeah 
I think it's important to remember that though and just remember who you are but it's like a constant learning it's a constant learning experience yes and when you think you know something and you step into a different environment and all of a sudden you don't know what you thought you knew yeah and that's uh, shocking that is shocking so like <laughs> for me part of part of this journey has been um working for what I call corporate theater mm -hmm. where you are a cog in a machine yes then working for uh, other theater where you are an individual working for a working for the theater name then, versus number exactly then stepping back into this machine oh, where you're a cog again my goodness and it's been for me it's been uh, a mental adjustment uh-huh because it's from okay this is how i started so this is what i know and then i step into a world where i'm like oh wait things don't have to be like it yes. was and then you step back into this situation and for me it was a situation i signed up for yeah to step back into the machine to do what the machine does but it messes with your mind of course when you have to say okay this is what I know, or this is what I think I know, and then this is what I'm presented with. Exactly. How do I adjust? Exactly. But that's where, that's why I say we are the most, uh, there's so much strength that we have within ourselves and within our minds because mm -hmm. we are making a huge adjustment. We're adapting. We're completely adapting to what we need to do. And I think that's where the success comes in. Yeah. That is where you will see the difference between someone who is like, they can do it all, like quadruple threat, like everything. Hey, mm -hmm. I can sing, dance, act, I can produce, I can choreograph, I can do all of this. But if they are not able to adjust to their surroundings, their environment, mm -hmm. to different people, um, you may let's say you do the same show in the exact same place and the factor that changes is the people if you can't adjust that's yeah. that's the deal and that's that's our reality yeah all the time we don't have that luxury of working with the same people all the time but in a way it's like i think that's you know what keeps you on your toes and swallowing your pride and realizing that this job isn't the job before yes. and take this job for what it is yes. and say, all right, this is where I am. Mm -hmm. So what can I deal with and what can't I deal with? Yes. And the things you can't deal with mm -hmm. as a professional, mm -hmm. you step up for it. But otherwise mm -hmm. you just say, all right, water off a duck's back. You just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Know and learn from the experience and then just move on. Exactly. And you decide for yourself. No one is going to make you stay in that situation. This is this is what my dad told me a couple of years ago. He said, if you were to die tomorrow, mm -hmm. you would be replaced. Yes. So what oh. you have to remember is oh. you are not a tree. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, leave. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, get up and move. Yes. Nothing is stopping you but you. Yes. So, you are not a tree. That's so true. <laughs> And we act like that sometimes. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm here, you know, I, I hate, hate it, it here, so I'm going to come to work I and complain get, every day. I never get any sun. Uh, I'm never getting any sun because this other tree is here over me, and I can't, no, but you can totally move. Get up and walk away. You don't away. have to stay, and you don't have to do, if you really don't, it, 
honestly, if you're like, oh, I love to sing and perform, but I don't like this format, fine. Find another way to do it. But yeah. this is it. It's not like there's only one way to do something. Yes, especially in this entertain, in entertainment industry. Yeah. It's you can do whatever you want. If you don't like working for a company, that's fine. Realize the struggles you're going to have to go through doing it on your own. Exactly. But... If that's what you want to do, do it. Because happiness is better than being miserable. Mm -hmm. Thanks, John Mayer. Once again, you're right. Nobody wants to watch and nobody wants to work with a miserable performer or yeah. entertainer. But at the same time, I know that, you know, if, again, we continue to encourage each other and have each other's back, you know, if you if you are in a slump or you need encouragement or you need advice, I hope that we all as a community keep encouraging and uplifting each other in, Absolutely. in the ways we want. And if you ever need uplifting mm -hmm. and encouragement, message me. Dean, I appreciate these words. It's real. You're real. <laughs> I'm touching my face for those of you who can't see. Just to confirm that I don't I think am anybody real. can see right now. <laughs> I can't even see. We're in the dark. We're not in the dark. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. As we're looking out the window. This is so, that was such a dramatic moment. It is. Mm -hmm. But Dean. You're dramatic. Well, hashtag thanks. <laughs> I can't wait for our, our next extravaganza with ice cream. We're supposed to go. But we'll talk about that another time. It's always time for ice cream. You're so weird. That's why we're friends, Dean. I love it. I love it. You're so weird. <laughs> I love you too. Thanks for coming today. Wow. Thanks for having me. Yeah. That kind of went by fast, but I feel good about it. I don't even know what we're doing. I don't even know what we're doing either, but thank you. Real talk. Thank you. All right, everyone. Uh, I appreciate you listening today, and I hope that you enjoyed the conversation that we had. And... You know what? I think that what I want to take away from this, let me back up. What I want everyone to know from this is that you have to make sure that you put yourself first sometimes. There are times where you need to, yes, push through, get through life and get through the circumstance. But at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. And that is what matters. We love you and we hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening.